We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align, and where we talk about all things astrology. Well, most things astrology, anyway. Um, wow. Uh, it's about to be the eighth month of the year, folks. And I brought back to my platform my international team. You guys should be very familiar with them. Uh, I have Christelle out of the UK. Hey, Bruce. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Bruce today. I'm not Brucey. <laughs> hey, Brucey. How you doing? <laughs> yes, I need consistency. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And I have Matthew from uh, Canada or in Canada, rather. What's up, Matt? Um, it's, it's, it's real. It's hot here. It's hot everywhere. <laughs> well, yes, it is. It's hot in California too. Um, you know, Uranus is in Taurus, you know, making waves and, and turning things mm-hmm. around mother nature, you know, is screwing with us. So, and that's probably going to get a little bit worse. So not, not, not that we have anything to worry about. I mean, it's you know, smooth sailing. We're clear. We can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys, uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, you are listening to Dash App Radio, and you can come here and get your daily uh, updates on the coronavirus, and we are social distancing. So if you hear some weird noises or some some noises you shouldn't be hearing, uh, that is why. So work with us. Mm, us. Brucey, I have a cough, by the Uh, way. So... (laughs) I hope it's not a COVID cough. <laughs> well, I hope not either. <laughs> Look, let me go put on my mask. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of COVID, um, lots of, well, obviously lots of things going on in the news about it. But um, a little bit, a little bit, the curve is starting to, mm. to flatten. And guess why? Why? What's going on? Anybody guess why? Nobody Go on, Matt, can you guess why? Uh, I don't, I don't see nobody's doing? hand raised or nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, it is because people are starting to wear no way, a dude. mask. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. With, yes. With that up. is why. And see, the problem is, I mean, some of these people are just going to be defiant right. and not do it. But because now even you, um, the president... Well, I was going to say y'all's president, but he's not <laughs> your president. Um, even he said, okay, you guys, look, you need to wear a mask, even though he doesn't wear one all the time. But yes, the curve is starting to flatten just a little bit. Now, what is going on is that we still have a high death rate um, here in the U.S., and we also still have a high um, infection rate for people that are between the ages of 18 and 40, I think. But that is because of what was going on, like a couple of weeks ago mm. to a month ago so that's why they're, they're dealing mm. with that now you know so um that is some that's good the best news, news so it, far for the u.s you know? one of the best news right <laughs> well one of them one of them yeah but well i mean we got so much stuff here that's not really good news mm. but um i don't know if you know this christelle you probably don't but the nba they start I didn't know it was today, but I knew it was coming. You know that, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you uh, follow the That's what it does. <laughs> I don't follow it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matt, do you follow it? Somewhat. Somewhat. 
Okay, so a little bit. Well, I don't, I don't really follow it, but for the NBA, I though, I heard it started yesterday. Yeah, uh, no, I think the, oh, the first game is tonight. Yes. Well, don't be trying to show, oh, me. <laughs> show me out. I live in the United States. You don't. Look at me. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, look at you. So you don't want me to say I, black. Oh, I was going to ask you how you no. doing with that. <laughs> what? How you doing? <laughs> well, I, I practice it around the house. Obviously, I'm not doing you're that. Getting well. there, you're getting there. Go okay. for it. But but listen, what's really interesting is that they're saying that the the coronavirus yeah. bubble that the NBA is, is using is working because they tested. I don't know the number of people, but they all came up, you know, COVID free. And even the the baseball, well, the baseball is a different story. I think yeah. on one team, the Marlins, the Florida Marlins, um, 17 of them tested positive for COVID. But they did test like 6,000 and something baseball players, and they were all negative. You hear that, Matt? I, I did, yeah, which is kind of a bad sign. What, about the Marlins? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I, Me, I think they should mm. wait. Yeah. Uh, the National Hockey League is restarting, but they're going like crazy uh, with the precautions. Like it's, they're doing not a full season. It's more like a round robin tournament in mm-hmm. two cities, and everyone is basically in a cage. But this is the thing that I feel like we're getting too comfortable with this whole concept of bubbling. Like you're saying, they've been bubbled, and you know this NBA stuff is starting, and they have. They've tested negative, right? But it's like, yes, okay, fair enough. But right. how many times have they been tested and using how many methods? Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the test could come up negative, but they they actually have the, not the symptoms, but they have the antibodies or they've had, you know, they've got the, the COVID now, but it's not showing in the test. So I, it doesn't make me feel comfortable, this whole notion of bubbling necessarily. And, you know, the bigger the bubble, mm-hmm. the more you're susceptible and the more vulnerable you are to, the, you know. And also, what are we doing afterwards? Like, if they're bubbling and playing, are they going home and making sure that they are isolating? Or what's the situation behind that as well? Yeah. Well, I think that they, just, they have to stay in that bubble until this whatever the season is over is, is mm-hmm. what I understand. I think they had two people that had to go home on family emergencies and before they let them back in, of course, they're going to test them. But then you made a really valid point that it may not it be may showing. Not show. And then before so. we know it, the, invest- that the infection has spread throughout the whole team. Okay. That's just me yeah. being pessimist. Yeah. I'm not a pessimist <laughs> by nature, but it's just... Well, you aren't. You really aren't. But I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a valid point. I mean, come on. I mean, it is. This stuff is really... It's easily mm-hmm. spread. Um, so here... I like Walmart. I I can't believe that they just recently kind of, I guess, nationwide say you got to wear a mask, but they aren't. That's like here in the UK. But let me tell you why they're not enforcing it. I I don't agree. They said, well, they don't want to put their uh, employees in danger because, you know, some people are crazy. They're going to get all uh, violent and, Mm. and crazy. But I'm like, well, it's either that, make the people wear a mask or protect you. I mean, how are you going to protect your employees from, from getting this if these people have that, you know, have the disease or the, the virus? Yeah, it's it's so strange. <laughs> so strange. <laughs> you know, I'm, I need my Walmart. Yeah, it's like here, our supermarket. So Walmart yeah. is a supermarket, right? Okay. Yes, it's a, uh, yeah, it's like... Where uh, you buy yeah. food and, and 
technological stuff. Yeah, you buy food okay, and right, a right, lot of right. stuff you don't need. Okay. You know? it's, 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 a, it's a big everything store that um, if, if you're into Star Trek, it lands in your town like a Borg cube and consumes all the other local businesses until it's the only place. Oh, okay, so it's very convenient. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like our supermarkets yeah, have that's... kind of really tried to enforce the, the wearing of masks and, you know, hand sanitizing your uh, your hands as you go in for shopping and stuff, but it's not compulsory. So outside you might see like kind of like directions to make sure you wear a mask before coming in, but it's half of the store still not wearing masks. So it's not being enforced. So it's, it's just really confusing. Now what about... Um, it it is, but what about these people that have on the mask with their noses out? I'm like, you right? need to cover your nose, <laughs> yeah, lady. Make no sense. It really doesn't. <laughs> well, they don't want me to make work no there. Sense. But I think, yeah, go on. Um, no, I was just okay. gonna say, go ahead, like, go I think, I think it's great news that the uh, the numbers have gone down in the U.S. I think that the numbers have. Well, they haven't not really gone down. I just think they're not going. Up. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going okay. up. They haven't gone down. <laughs> All right, there's been a nice little positive change then. But here, like, yeah. A little bit. But here, I think the concern or the attention has now got to the point where, okay, fair enough, we've got all of these numbers, all of these people have died with COVID, but also have they died of COVID? Now, this has become kind of highlighted in the news recently. Have they really died of COVID? Or is it that that's just what's being reported and they've actually died because, you know, they've not, that the patients or the, the uh, yeah the patients essentially have died due to lockdown measures and because they haven't been able to access healthcare. Like for example, there's been you know cancer continues, right? Cancer does not stop because we've got a pandemic. Right. But what's been advised is that you should stay home, stay home, stay home despite your conditions or whatnot, and then seek alternative measures of help. Maybe get advice over the phone or get you know get a courier to come and bring you treatment for your chemo or whatnot. So that has obviously heightened you know the the, the death rates, but it's like how much of the death rates is cancer patients and not COVID. So if the cancer patients have you know been infected by COVID and they die of quote unquote COVID, was it really COVID or was it their cancer? So that's really come up recently, and I just find it really interesting because the numbers obviously cause so much fear in people. Mm-hmm. So that's the confusion as well. And what that led me to think about was the moon conjunct Neptune when all of this first started. Moon being the public, Neptune being about infectious disease, but also about confusion. All of this has been really confusing. Uh, well, well, we, we have tons of confusion here in the United States because, of course, we have our expert scientists or researchers that are saying, hey, this stuff is deadly or uh, is easily passed. Uh, you need to wear masks. You need to social distance. And then we have the president of, of the country saying, you know, let's send the kids back to school. Oh, it ain't that bad. It's just mm. a little flu. So, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. That is a lot of confusion it, around it. I, I think part of the problem is human nature and maybe a piece of the problem is American mm. culture. Because, you know, it's exciting to talk about Bill Gates putting a microchip in your vaccine. But statistical modeling probability <laughs> no I, I got no time for that <laughs> no. right speaking of which uh speaking of bill gates and conspiracy theories theorists uh they they wear me <laughs> out they wear me completely the hell out uh, yeah uh stella emmanuel yeah. i think her name is is doctor on you know that video was 26 minutes long 26 I, minutes. I just wasn't gonna sit there and listen to the it's 26 minutes the whole thing right, but i only same. saw a clip of it where there, uh, listeners, if you don't know who she is, um, 
she's she, well, I don't even know if that's her real name, but she's a doctor that's on a video that's gone viral where she's standing in front of like a press conference and she has on this white jacket, you know, doctor jacket, and she has these other jack- doctors in white jackets behind her. And they're standing in front of the some kind of Washington, I don't know, is it the Supreme Court? Somewhere. Anyway, she's saying, look, um, COVID, you know, wearing a mask doesn't doesn't help you. She also says that there's a cure. The cure being uh, hydro... I know, what's what the that? word, Matt? Hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, right. Uh, she says that's the cure. She said she's treated so many patients with this. You know, even if they had heart problems, they had mm. diabetes, any of that, she still was able to, mm. to cure them. And that's all her clients, okay. all her patients. So, well, yeah, a high success mm. rate is what she said. So, and she, you know, she said, you don't need to wear a mask and mm-hmm. there's a cure for this. So, uh, Donald Trump, as soon as that kind of went out, he retweeted it. I wonder why. Anybody? Any, anybody? I feel like I'm a teacher. Anybody? Because it's an e- it's an easy answer to a complex problem. It's very accessible, mm-hmm. and it, it, it kind of supports his initial idea about um, COVID. Well, that's right. ding ding ding. It's all it's promoting what he wants. He wants the the economy to to reopen, and he's always said we don't have to wear masks. Um, that drug works. But, uh, all the stuff that he's that he's putting out there, you know. And look, you know, I go digging for stuff. So I said, where did this come from? So it is definitely rooted from the pandemic uh, documentary that we talked about on here, I think, a while back, where the anti-vaxxers or vaccinators are doing this in order to get the economy open. And so, you know, and saying just, you know, this whole COVID thing is not real or it's a hoax or it's not as bad as it is. Mm. I, yeah, it's, it's just, I'm just, yeah, God, math. Come on, people, learn more math. <laughs> okay, and then, see, this is the you thing I have. Boring. I have many problems with Donald Trump, and I especially had a, bigger pro- a big problem with this. And we, we need to remember that right now, transiting Neptune is square his moon and his sun. So he's exceptionally Very confused man yeah, right now. <laughs> right. So what, what's going on is that he's he's tweeting her, promoting her. And then, you know, the experts mm-hmm. in this country that, that work for him, you know, he's discounting them like they don't know what they're talking about. But this lady knows what she talk, she, she's talking about. And I can't remember, Matt, what was those things that she said in the past about oh, a demon sperm? Or uh, de- uh, people having sex with demons uh, in their sleep is what causes a lot of uh, sexual and... Uh, reproductive illnesses. Uh, she said that there's alien DNA in vaccines. And... Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Right, was that scientific research? <laughs> or is this... No, it's not. Uh, well, th- that's the point I'm making. I believe these experts over here. I don't, I don't know anything about what she's talked about. And my, my personal favorite of a lot is that she says that scientists are developing a vaccine to prevent you from being religious. Yeah. Um, what? Oh my god, I didn't even know. But guys, hear it, has this actually one. come out of her mouth in a conference? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's fine then. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. She said this publicly. She said it publicly, like in in a speech or or whatever. You know, I was looking all through the internet trying to find. Yeah, of course. But but I think what's really disappointing (laughs) is that you know she's let herself down by talking in this way. Like, obviously, we're not going to think in this light. Oh, okay. Oh, that's acceptable. This sounds really normal. That you know, aliens are involved in the DNA, or like in terms of religion, it's all kind of connected. It just sounds really wild and a bit out there. She's probably got a very strong humanist. Aquarius nature uh, or, or a very strong Neptune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, she said a lot of things like my sister used to, when she went off her medication. My, what? Okay. Well, that, that's, that's probably, that would sound about right. Cause she doesn't, she doesn't sound, I mean, looking back at, I think what she presented in that, I mean, if you didn't know any better, you like, cause a lot of people were like, uh, sharing and saying, see, I told you guys, uh, okay. You know, but when you dig mm. and research and really know what this woman is about, okay, mm. that was a crock. And it's all rooted in in, in So Donald jo- Trump. Trump's probably he's not looking promote her, but what did you say, Bruce? Sorry. Hmm? Uh, he's gonna promote her belief, yeah. but not promote the, the experts in this country. It's just But this is the thing. So now he just looks like he's not capable. Like I know he looked that way anyways, but it's become really kind of extreme in that presentation. Like yeah, I actually think he may lose. Right, now. based on this, I'm careful. I'm careful with that, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> where can he go from here? Okay, I, I just, I just don't understand it. And now, Matt, or you guys, have you heard that he wants to delay the the election so he can be <laughs> no. in office longer? No. Yeah. Can you um, do that? <laughs> he's the. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, no. What were you saying, Matt? Uh, he, uh, yeah, he said things about, oh, maybe we should delay it or something, and he, he's, he, he even did this last election. Is it before the election when the polls were saying he was going to lose? He started laying the groundwork for saying, "Oh, millions of illegals have voted," or it's rigged, mm. or something like that. <laughs> so he has a pre-planned excuse if he loses. Well, yeah, and I think he feels like he might lose this time. And, and and if he does, if he can spend his time between now and November convincing his followers that it's rigged or a put-up job or something like that, there will be just enough of them that the troops will have to plow through them on the way to the White House to remove Whoa. him. <laughs> right. Well, he said he's not leaving. He's not, not leaving. leaving. <laughs> yeah. It's that stubbornness. Yeah, lose or not, I'm still going to stay in the... Is Louis Comet, is know. that how you pronounce it, guys? Is that his friend? <laughs> Louis Gomet? Is that, oh, is that his friend? Yeah, yes. Actually, right. it is his friend. It is. You, uh, let me tell the okay. listeners who that is. That's a senator, a Republican senator who recently tested right. positive for COVID, who was a non-masker. Yes. Is that a, it is, is now. That a non-masker? <laughs> but, 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 Anti-masker. Anti-masker. But, um, basically, so he, he's now contracted COVID, right? And he's asymptomatic. Is that how you say it? So apparently his colleagues yes. are accusing him of his colleagues are accusing him of being a you know not wearing a mask being a non-masker. <laughs> <laughs> but he's denied this, and he's basically because I watched his tweet. He posted a video, and he said himself that like you know I I've been wearing mask I've been wearing a mask for the last two weeks, and like I'm thinking well you know the pandemic's been going on for months and months and months. Okay, but fair enough, last two weeks. But he's wanting. I read this somewhere, I don't know how true that is, but he's wanting to now treat himself using this hydro blah, blah, blah thing. So he's obviously Mm -hmm. in belief of this. If this is true, he's in belief of this particular. Oh, because, you know, he said that 
uh, he thinks he caught it from wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, possibly because he was touching the mask as he was wandering around. And like, obviously, if you're touching the mask, you could like infect. Well, let me tell you this. I saw this. She was an older lady. She was sitting on a bench and she had a mask on and she had on gloves. And then she took the mask off because she had a bag of these little cookies. And she was using the glove, her hands in the glove and putting the cookies in her mouth. I wanted to say, hey, what are you doing? It doesn't (laughs) make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what he did. He still (laughs) ate cookies with his gloves on and, you know. But you know, we, we're getting no, no, used no, no, to this know. living, this way of living with the mask and the, the uh, I was going to say the cookies, the mask and the gloves and the gel and stuff. But sometimes we may slip up and that, that slight slip up may be to our detriment. It's really difficult. Yeah. It only, it right. only takes one time. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't wish him any ill, even though I don't like him as a person. So I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't end up in Republican heaven next to Herman Cain. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so yeah. So, listeners, if you haven't heard, Herman Cain, uh, the former presidential candidate, who's um, big time Trump, Trumper, Trumper. That, what do you call it? Trump, Trump. Never. That's a never Trumper, and then it's a Trumper, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, he's a big time Trumper, and look, he he was he was you know pictured at the rally mm-hmm. back in June uh, at the not wearing a mask. Now, there's no way to tell if he caught it at the thing or not, but the whole idea that he would be there not wearing a mask, you know, did he spread it to other people or did he have it, you know, did he catch it there or did he catch it before? I mean, we don't know, but I did look at his chart. Uh, The beginning of June or the first or second week of June, transiting Mercury was, transiting Mars was square his Mercury. Oh, vitality was going to be scrutinized. And... Let's let's not forget he was a Sagittarius, and Sagittariuses have a reputation for kind okay. of pushing their luck. Mm-hmm. And transiting at, at, at the time of the Tulsa rally, and even still, uh, transiting Jupiter and Pluto were both square his natal Jupiter. So, in other words, he took the Sagittarius uh, urge to push your luck and put it into fifth gear, and just yeah wow that's a great yeah that's really good man i'm gonna go for me like you <laughs> but like you know from my understanding at the rally yeah they had kind of like they were checking the the, the attendees like at the door checking their fevers or checking the temperatures and uh, they gave them they gave everybody masks and gel to use throughout this whole rally but it wasn't compulsory so he's sitting there with his crew right he's his people and from what i saw because i saw a picture right. today Nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was wearing gloves. Nobody it was, was really wearing open. masks. Nobody. And then, you know, at, like a week or two after that rally, the infection rate in Tulsa actually went up. Yeah. So there's a there there for sure, you know, at that event. There's a there there. And again, I don't, I don't wish that on anybody. I'm, I'm trying to keep from getting it, you know, my little mask. But yeah, that's not good. Oh, and today, you guys, I'm... This should have been the first story instead of talking about um, mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Um, John Lewis. Yeah, I don't know if you know who that is. John Still, Lewis. What the? Um... Yeah. He's he's a his well he was a oh, senator okay, here no. in the U.S. and um, he's been around a very long time. He you know he worked with civil rights during the time of, of uh, Martin Luther King. His story is so interesting. Um, he's being. Um, buried or his funeral is today and it is in atlanta and it's at 
uh, Martin Luther King's home church, Ebenezer. What I found really interesting, uh, I read that at 15 years old, uh, he was listening to the radio of Martin Luther King. And that inspired him that he really, really wanted to, to move forward and, um, you know, fight for civil rights. And at 20, I think he was 23, 20, his early 20s, maybe mid-20s, that he led that march in Selma, Alabama. So, man, so we definitely Sounds lost like a powerful person. leader. He, yeah. <laughs> he was an anti-Trump was or whatever we okay. call it. So. Wow. And they just... What, what stands out to me in his chart is the he's got Mars and Taurus, which is considered to be kind of a difficult placement for managing your temper. Mm-hmm. And it's square his Pluto and Leo. And it, it's, a, it's a sign to me that, you know, you can look at a person's birth chart, but you can't judge the soul that's driving around mm. inside of it. Right. Because a Mars-Pluto square like that, he could have been mm. a maniac. But instead, he chose to make what he called good trouble. He, he transmuted that energy to make it work for the benefit of the all. It's quite amazing. Yeah. Right. And look at this. I mean, he's about to have his Uranus okay. return. Okay. For the listeners, your uh, Starstruck Astrology uh, lesson of the week. Your, uh, your Uranus return is when Uranus, transiting Uranus, which moving in the sky, the planet Uranus, goes back to the same place it was when you were born. He was about to have his Uranus return. Um, and Uranus rules. What does what Uranus rule, people? Paris. Freaky weird stuff. Huh? Um, I'm freaky, freaky weird stuff. stuff. <laughs> but it also rules re- rebellion and revolution. So it's yeah. interesting oh, that we're yeah. celebrating celebrating him and honoring him. And he's having his year. Um, very symbolic. Yes. And then also uh, transiting Neptune is on top of his natal Mercury. Spiritual message. He left a message saying that we should continue this fight. That's wow, so this deep. Pretty, I just got chills. Thank you for pretty sharing deep. that. So did. So, yeah. And Matt, did you see anything else? I, I'm just really, I was impressed with him when he was alive. And the more I look at this birth chart, it's sort of like he, um, he really took, I think, the best qualities of every one of his placements. You know, mm-hmm. um, like, for example, being an early Pisces. You know, he wasn't afraid to feel what he feels. And he put it to good use. Right. Right. And then you don't think of a Piscean as somebody that's, you know, ready to fight and do that. So he didn't get that, that fight he had in him it's from that placement. Well, that's the funny thing about when you generalize mm. by sun sign, because you don't think of Pisces as being, you know, making quote unquote good trouble. But George Washington was a Pisces, wasn't he? Oh, I don't, yeah, because well, yeah, we celebrate his birthday in February. Yeah. I think, yeah. No, it's... Uh, yeah. Okay, and then well, it it does get a sextile right, from Mars. That's what so gives it that drive, yeah. that push. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you know he definitely, um, you know, all of that Capricorn, Jupiter, and Pluto. It's square his North Node, and it's also square his natal Saturn. So he was having his Saturn square uh, yeah. when he passed away. And Saturn is, you know? it correlates with death, right? Endings, yeah. barriers. Yes. Well, if, if, if the time of birth I'm looking at is correct, that Saturn would be the ruler oh. of his eighth house, which has a lot of exactly. That is so. that. Oh, I wasn't able. 
Oh, I wasn't able to find a time. No, I was going to say, that's a theme. That's a strong theme. You want to see themes in a chart to work out, you know, why a certain event took place. Right. You do. All right. Well, God bless his soul. So, yeah. And, and um, I mean, of course, Donald Trump <laughs> was not going to go. He didn't even uh, send a representative. Yeah. But uh, Obama, Obama spoke, Clinton spoke, and George Bush spoke. So all the people that matter spoke. That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. So, um, wow. So, yeah, we got to move on here. Time is up the essence. Um, I promoted the fact that we were going to talk about the wedding Mm. chart of Princess Diana and Prince The wedding of the century. Yes, the wedding of the century. And that was 39 years ago. Can you ago. believe That's it? Something, because I remember, I remember watching this on television. Yeah. I, was in a, I was in a crib. Oh, but you were in the crib? <gasps> I wasn't alive, you guys. <laughs> oh, but I've seen the wedding. I like, watched the wedding at some point in my life. <laughs> but Diana was 20 years <laughs> okay, old. She was well, so no. young. And Charles was 32 when they got married. She was 20. She was 20 yeah. when they got married? She was still so young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. But look look at this chart. Look at this chart. There's a, hey, there's a lot going on. With that Mars and Moon on her on her um mid-house. Oh, are you looking at her you know? chart or yeah. the wedding chart? Okay. I'm sorry, the wedding chart. I'm sorry. The wedding that's, chart. That's that's why I think it's really important that if you're going to get married or open a business or something, you have to look at what's happening on the day exactly. and time you do it. Because the part of a chart that rules marriage and partnership mm-hmm. is the seventh house. Right. And the purpose of a thing in general is the midheaven. And basically this wedding chart was ruled by Mars with Mars on the midheaven with Mars in a bad place for it. Yes. Um, you can, you can make a case based on this wedding chart that this wedding would be the cause of someone's death. Right. Can Ooh, I add to that, Matt? Yeah. It's like, if you're doing what's called an electional chart, so what, basically what you just said, yep. uh, Matt, right. in that you're, you want to assess what's going on on the day of the, the wedding before you actually get wedding, uh, wedded, you don't want a malefic on the, on the seventh house, the house of relationships, or you don't want any, you don't, you don't, yeah. basically you don't want Mars there and you don't want Saturn there because they're both very difficult planets. But, right. Yeah. And listeners, what we're talking about is that when you look at a natal chart, you'll see um, there are four angles in a natal chart, which is where the Christian cross came from, by the way. The Christian cross came from the natal chart right. in the four angles. Okay. <laughs> it's another lesson for the day. Uh, and, and in the wedding chart, and we do, the way we do a wedding chart is we take the time it started, the day and the place, just like we do a birth chart. And then we can see kind of the forecast of what could possibly happen with it. But um, on her midheaven, which is a major angle, that's what we're talking about. She has the moon and Mars there. But look, she had Jupiter uh, on the ascendant, which was very nice because it was like a fairy tale, you know? But that was getting a square from Mars. It's so compelling. That's so true. But also, can I just say, you said you were watching it on TV in your crib, right? To me, that's... All right. I don't know how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was watching it. I was not in a crib. You was on the sofa. <laughs> but either way, either way, I just found it really interesting because, like, you know, the moon is to do with the public. Uh, the moon is to do with, uh, well, she, the moon in the 10th, anyways, especially, is associated with the public. But the 10th house is about your public image, mm-hmm. your legacy, and what you want to be remembered for, right? 
So the moon, and right. like I said, the moon yeah. represents the public. And during this time, the whole world was watching this wedding. Like I found that. How many oh, people? Two billion? Was it two billion? Yeah, yeah a like crazy that. number. Yeah. And that for me is like, is this, you know, this whole emphasis around the, the cancer kind of energy, the cancer's to do with home, tribe, or whatnot. But not only that, it's just the ruler of the ninth house is Mercury, right? And the ninth house is to do with broadcasting, mm-hmm. is to do with foreign lands. Um, again, I'm talking about the, the world affairs and the fact that the whole world was watching this. But Mercury, the planet of communication, was in the ninth, no, was in the 10th in the house during mm-hmm. this time. And so for Uh me, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because everybody was talking about this wedding. Everybody wanted to know about this wedding. Everybody was processing it. And it was an emotional time for everyone. That's so powerful. Hence why this is the wedding of the century. But there was so much going on within this dynamic, you know, lots of like hidden agendas, perhaps because of the Pluto connection. Um, What was going on? Right. And, you know, look at this. We're talking about her and... The wedding itself is having its solar return. That's <laughs> so interesting. Her. See yeah. this ah oh, synchronicity. Yeah. yeah. So let me let me just I want to remind everybody you are listening to um, Starstruck. I couldn't. Oh God, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening. I'm still looking at this chart, freaking out. You're listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align, and I am on with my guests Christelle and Matthew. My international yes. team. Can I just say, yeah. sorry, because this 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 <laughs> this um, this chart is so interesting. Like the moon squares have ascended. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah and and Mars. And Mars, right. The moon right. And Mars so, like, in terms of the moon square and yeah. the ascendant, you know, there was some, you know, there was some issues around accessing emotional security because the moon is to do with emotional security. So there was some difficulty around that between right. the two of them. And it, it, it could be that they struggled to meet each other's emotional needs or there was no consistency around the safety around their emotional needs. So that, that already is an issue in itself because if you can't, in the, in the relationship, you know, soothe each other, nurture each other, that's already a basic need that's not being met. And also the moon is square in Pluto, I believe. I need to double check that. Yep, it's so a little square, square but, but still we're dealing with Pluto. Yeah. So Pluto's energy is so strong regardless. And there may have been some depth and mm-hmm. intensity or some anger and frustration as well in and around control and power. So compelling. Well, also, um, Mars is square, the descendant. It's this is just horrible. a horrible wedding chart, man. You see that, Matt? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think, unfortunately for Diana, she went into it. Um, she went into it like a wide-eyed twenty-year-old, yes. whereas Charles. I mean, in over history, the vast majority of royal weddings have been deal cutting, mm. basically. You what know, do you mean deal cutting? Was that like mean? you know, let's form an alliance with Habsburg by marrying his niece, uh. or something like that, as opposed to I met right. someone. Right, they I were cousins. Were they distant cousins? And you know, I think I they think they were, and I were. think it's where it was convenient, like third cousins right, or something right. like that. Yeah, like third. It was it was distant, but yeah, I think that there was some uh, blood relationship there. But you know, the thing about this their relationship is that he, I don't think he ever loved her. Mm. I think that you know she looked good with him, the mom. I guess they they approved and all of that stuff. But he was still in love with the woman that he's with Camilla. now. Camilla, yeah, right. uh, Camilla. Also, like. Uh, the Jupiter square in the Mars. So somewhere down the line, this suggests hidden. Well, I say hidden because the uh, is it the Mars that's in the twelfth house, or is it Jupiter? Right, Jupiter. Okay, Jupiter. and the twelfth house is 
hidden, right? Hidden away, tucked away. So this suggests hidden sex or hidden affairs, especially with high-profile individuals yeah. because the Mars is in the 10th house. Yes, in its, in its own sign. Yes, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, this is, this is, you know, I don't know that she was into astrology then, but we do know that later on in life, she was into astrology. Her, her astrologer spoke and, you know, would say that she would come to him for getting reads. I think when she met JFK, she went to him and did a oh. sinistry chart. Uh, JFK Jr., actually. Why? He's an astrologer? But that... that JFK Jr.? Who? JFK Jr.? No, no. She went to her astrologer oh. to have the synastry chart. And listeners, synastry has to do with a practical yeah. compatibility. How, how, how would I be in a relationship right. with this person? And it could yeah. be your child. It could be your, your best friend, your teacher. It could be anyone. Right. Exactly. We, we should do a synastry chart with all three of us. Yeah. yeah. It'd be good. <laughs> I'm the boss. I'm the boss. The second part, I'm joking. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah definitely lots of issues in their relationship I mean I would not want to be married in this on this date for sure it was destined oh no I would have been like this is not Uh, the day for this and I I find that weird because you know those royals are into astrology I mean it goes back centuries where you know they would do your natal chart um, because they had to see who was going to be leading the country it's so true I have dates with so many royals I didn't even know I had them it's on my, my astro- uh, astrology system. I was just like, whoa. And I remember we had this discussion because isn't this, you brought out, Bruce, you were like, I'm pretty sure they did astrology centuries ago. Like, this is from centuries ago. I was like, mm. but then I was like, okay, yeah, I hear you. Considering I've got the time and it's not even like hmm. 9.50, birth at 9.50 or birth at, I don't know, 10 o'clock or birth at 2.40. It's really precise times, like 7.53. Yes. And like, that, that's, that's amazing. Yes. They take they took really close records to that. I mean, but that's that just gives to the argument mm-hmm. from my argument anyway that astrology has been a very, very important part mm-hmm. of life for many, many years, even way before that. I mean, again, that's how we tell we learn to tell time through astrology. Yeah. Astrology has 12 zodiac signs. We got 12 months in a year, we got 12 out, well, we got 24 hours in a day, 12 sun. 12 moons. I love the way you stress the 12 (laughs) because it's not been 12 recently. (laughs) But that's a story for another time. What hasn't been 12? I know. (laughs) The 13th sign, Bruce. (laughs) The 13th sign. This is that. I know. Don't get me started on that one. Okay, well, how come we can't add a 13th month or a 13th hour to the clock? Let's do that. Since uh, it's yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just make the Earth's orbit around the sun 30 days longer <laughs> and do that then. There you go, Matt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, and so look. So, yeah, this is a bad wedding chart. But you know what? I, I don't generally like to, but I do write about when people die, after they die, because hindsight right. is twenty twenty. But we also, um, listeners, we have the chart of the day mm. that she died. And Matt, you mentioned like potential death in the marriage and she, she died. Yeah. Um, so when did she die, guys? Have you got a date? Yep. August 31st, 1997. In Paris. In Paris, France. Uh, she was pronounced, they pronounced her dead around four. So that's the chart we're using. Um, well, I mean, we could also use that, but they even had, well, they had an approximate time of the actual accident, but I guess we're going to, well, I have the 4 a.m. What time do you, are you using, Matt? 
Um, I have the accident chart as 27 minutes oh, after do you? midnight. Okay, it'd be interested to know how it coincides with the four o'clock one. Um, but I, 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 the first thing I noticed was that the Mars, uh, and Mars is associated with death, he's in the angular house of the fourth house. Uh, and this is very strong because he's also in Scorpio. And Scorpio is also yep. connected to yeah. some yep. form of death or transformational state. Uh, and uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah, so he's very strong. And also in the midheaven, the midheaven is Aries. Well, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Before you get to the midheaven, look at what Mars is doing. Mars is square. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I clocked that. Sudden, sudden death. Erratic. Something was going on. I was quite oh. erratic at the time. Right. What and were you saying about the, Go ahead, Matt. Get this. Okay. Moon was in Leo, opposite Jupiter, and that's always a recipe for overdoing mm. it somehow. And at the time of the accident, the moon was in the local third house, which rules short trips. Wow. Yep. So someone was overdoing it with either speed or drugs or something or other on the way back from the hotel or whatever. Oh, my God, Matt, 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 because you're using a different chart to me. So, yeah, I can... I can... No, he's, he's using the actual... Like the locational chart, you know, the location at, uh, in France. Yeah, no, so I might be four o'clock. Yeah. I'm using the four o'clock time. So what I've okay. clocked that's in, uh, in, uh, that synchronizes you, uh, Matt, is that Mercury, you know, Mercury governs short distance travel and anything related to commuting uh, anything, and, and, and the mind. He was, he was the mind. So he was retrograding this chart. Also, he was squaring Pluto. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, there was some confusion around mm. thinking clearly and not being able to do that. And also, you know, Mercury rules the vehicle and the passengers experience, so some, the passengers experience some form of like crisis. And in this case, there was a car crash uh, and both of the passengers were killed. Mm. And I believe the driver was se severely injured. But not only that. Yeah, he, huh? I think he died too. Oh, did he die? Maybe he died later died then. Too. He didn't, he didn't, I don't think he died, um, you know, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But please. You know, we're looking at, we're all looking at all the fancy details, and I'm just noticing now that Mercury was retrograde. Yeah. And everyone, oh, Mercury retrograde, no yeah, wonder something went wrong. exactly. Oh, yeah. And Mercury rules right. short trips. So, yep. and it's ruling the third house in this chart, which is the natural house of Mercury. Well, what's really also what's also very interesting is that Pluto is was in the fifth house, the house of romance. So she died with someone that she mm, was probably no, in love with. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Jupiter, Jupiter was in the seventh. I mean, she was she was going to yeah, marry. This she guy. was in love with him. Wasn't she was going to marry this guy. And just like when they got married, I guess it was like you said it was two billion people watching or whatever. I, when she passed away, I, I'm sure that it was probably close to that too that watched her funeral. She made such a huge mm. impact on people. Really, yeah. do we have did. anyone quite like so. her now? I don't think not so. yet. No, I mean not we really. still talk about her no. all the time. She still comes up. Like as you know, an icon, a fashion icon, you know, uh, some a healer and the people's the princess. princess. Yep. Like it's it's actually quite sensational. Well, you know, you know, back when the the AIDS um, crisis was going on, some I can't I wrote about this, but I don't remember the date. But she was the first one to be photographed touching 
you know, like mm. the babies who had AIDS or people that had AIDS, you know, hugging them or shaking their hands. And at that time, uh, people weren't sure if you could get it like that, but she was yeah. still doing it. So, yeah, she's just been really, really impactful. It was really important that way. I'd forgotten about that. That yeah, we, you know, and and by the way, when everyone's looking for quick and easy COVID nineteen answers, let's not forget that it took years to figure out how HIV mm. even works, and there's still no vaccine. That's a good point. Oh, but just but, in case anyone out there was suddenly feeling too optimistic, I throw. I thought I threw that in. <laughs> well, that was me. Thank but you. But also, like, what if this is related to Saturn? And Saturn is a time lord, so we've got to give this time. You know, it's not going to change overnight. Well, right, you're right, and then you know what? Oh, and Dr. Fossey is now saying, okay, not only do you need to wear a mask, you might need what? to wear goggles. Too. <laughs> I'm like, Dr. Oh, yeah. Fossey, please spare me. Spare me. I can't take this. <laughs> Goggles. You know, uh, this is Aquarius. <laughs> this is the Aquarius age. Like, everything's changing. It's all radical stuff. Well, it is. So, oh, oh, a little bit of an update on, um, did we, were we, did we finish with her, with her um, the death chart? I think we did, because right. we don't have a lot of time. Um, but I, I, I definitely love. There's probably more to say, but another time. Yeah, there's a ton of ton more to say, but um, Russia says that they will have a, a vaccine for the coronavirus by August 10th, the day before my birthday, the day before my birthday, the day before my birthday. Okay, okay, it's not about me right You're now. You're such That's a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know about this. So, what do you guys think know. about that? What do you? I well, well, you know what it is uh, from what I've read is that they're not, well, here in the United States, there are certain steps you have to take to, to be sure mm. that it's safe and all that. I think they're going to skip a step and then start giving it to people. I may be wrong, but that's kind of the gist of what I, what I understood. Did you, I, did you look into it, Matt? I'm, I'm just generally worried about it because, you know, vaccines, you can't just rush those things into production. Yeah. And you know, there has to be lots of testing. And so odds are good that something will go terribly wrong with this. And that will just fuel more people to say, oh, well, vaccines are bad. My, 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 oh, my Martian yeah. instinct is worried because I'm just like, I know there is an urgency to find a cure, but like, what is the intention behind the urgency? Is it money? I know like right now, Mars is, he's in Aries, he's strong, he's competitive. And like, from my understanding, lots of countries are trying to find a cure and the cure is going to be worth so yeah. much. So it's like, you know, like whoever right. finds this cure, they, they, the pharmaceutical, sorry, I can't say the word, but the pharma companies, they could, they could make billions of money from this, billions of pounds. So I just wonder yeah. about their agenda, you know, like I wouldn't want to be the first to test this out. But from my understanding, like, yeah, there is a cure, quote unquote. Um, like you say, Matt, it may be too soon, but it's fishy. And again, Neptune, the planet of illusion and delusion and confusion is still like making an aspect of Venus. So, I don't know. <laughs> and all those plans are it's, retrograde, right. too. Well, yeah. And on, on the one hand, just because someone makes money off of it doesn't make it bad, okay? But on right. the other hand, you know, think about all the medical problems, you know, that are, have not been addressed yet. But I can get two entirely different drugs that will make my <laughs> erections last longer. So, there's a there is a marketing yeah. angle. <laughs> Oh but it's got to be a good one. It's got to actually help the people. Like, don't be frivolous about it. And I'm just concerned because of the Mars energy. It's, it's too strong. Hey, don't 
Don't dis prolong okay. directions, okay? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, do you guys know that NASA, you know, I give NASA a hard time because they talk, they, they came up with, well, not NASA. So I have a, a, a client who's worked for them for many, many years. But there was this uh, scientist there that started this 13th sign thing. That was back in 2011. But today they are sending um, a liftoff up right. to Mars. Yeah. And what's really interesting about this is that Aries is in Mars, the sign that it rules. It's going to be there until the end of the year. And this trip itself is scheduled to take six to seven months, which is the same time. Interesting. Yeah. So somebody over there doing some (laughs) astrology, which I'll think. That and also there's just, without boring the people to death with the science, there are certain windows of opportunity um, where it's easier to get a probe from here to Mars than others. Basically, there are times when Mars is closer mm. than others, and those usually coincide around, but not necessarily during a Mars retrograde. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up on a Mars retrograde, so if they, if for some reason, if they had to delay that launch for a week now, they would probably have to wait until right. November. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So there is some astrology going on there, and you know they're, they're looking for life meaning that they're going to check to see, they're going to explore all these things to see if there was ever life there or whatever. I, I think it is. That's where mm-hmm. the Martians come That's from, what they right? say. Come oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what? Um, how? Uh, I'm sorry. I just lost my train of thought. But no, we were talking about the Mars because I'm bouncing around from Dr. <laughs> Fossey to Diana to Mars. Okay. They feel it's been yeah. it's been feeling though quite retrograde, like Mercury retrograde recently. Have you guys not felt something weird? Like I'm losing my work, my my. Yeah, oh, well, I think the I'm whole saying. world is just because of the state. But it's that like we're in. right now, it just feels especially pronounced, and I'm wondering whether it's the uh, it's, the, it's the Neptune playing up. I saw it the other day. I was like, oh, this ain't right. Something doesn't feel right. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, we've got Neptune's uh, currently sextile to Jupiter, so that Thank would turn you. up the you volume. You see, it feels retrograde I don't like it. Well, I mean, also, do you think that I think that that transit also is helping with, um, you know, with these vaccines and, and trying yeah. to put things Using together? Using logic. You know? yeah. I would rather I would rather Neptune be sextile than square. Yes, because okay. sextiles is for opportunities, <laughs> right? And squares are challenging. Right. So I. Right. Um, I did want to talk about Mike mm. Tyson um, and his comeback. I don't know that we have time. But you know what? Um, well, you know what? I don't. I think that you guys will be back on. Um, well, we got five minutes. Yeah, we just of course, I'm going to say really quickly. <laughs> Here. Ah, <laughs> oh, this this Aries energy, this Mars energy is really getting to me. Listen, he's got Mars sextile Mars. He's got potential. This is Mike. Who? Oh, Mike. Who Mike, is he? Mike. Mike. He's got potential okay. for yeah. like huge energy. This is this is survival of the yeah. fittest type feeling, the attitude. Like, so wait a minute now. You say Mar? You mean yeah. Tanzania? Yeah. Mars is going to be sextile. Well, okay. Well, first of all, listeners, um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are going to do an exhibition match, and Mike Tyson is trying to make a comeback. 
um, on September the 12th. So we're talking about the transits on that day. So Christelle said mm-hmm. that transiting Mars, and Mars does rule athletes, it rules athletics, right. all of that. Is making a good aspect to it. So yeah, so it's all about right? survival of the fittest. He's feeling that he's got that burst of life and energy, and there's definitely like a physical and mental need for competition because Mars is very competitive, right? He's very driven right now. He's motivated. He wants to win. Yeah, he is. What'd you see, Matt? Um, it's kind of this is one of those things where uh, he's a Cancer, and the Moon will be in Cancer wow. on that day, and. Mm-hmm. Normally, when the moon is in your sign, you tend to get kind of moody. And uh, hopefully, you know, boxing is a way to channel that. Is it going to be conjunct his sun or Jupiter? It's going to be... Let me check. Because Jupiter's at 12, sun is at Yeah, it's actually going to be within conjunction range of his uh, Jupiter in particular. Oh, okay. That Mm. evening. And you know what's interesting? Just Mm -hmm. looking at his chart... I mean, he's a he's a boxing mm. champion. So the ninth house rules athletes, and he was born with Jupiter in the sun yeah. in the ninth house. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> a big athlete. I mean, he has but a big can I just say, so. yeah? But what else yeah. did you see, man? So yeah, Pluto is trining his MC, and Pluto is the yeah. co-ruler of his rising sign. Is he Scorpio rising sign? Yeah, have I got it correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. what well, the chart we're looking at. I don't, you know what? I, I didn't really check oh. the source. I stopped oh. my hand for that. I'm, Either way, though, let's forget that then. <laughs> Pluto's trying his MC. So, MC is to do with, like, you know, your legacy. Wait, 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 wait. What chart this are you is, looking at? What is, what is his MC? MC. What do you have? I have, uh, you've got me questioning myself now. Well, I have 14 Leo. Yeah, I have three. I have three. I have three, three, oh, no, I have three Aries. Three you Aries. have what? Three degrees Aries. Yeah. What's that? Oh, maybe I'm looking. Ah, okay, wrong phone. You must be looking at the other Either way, can you see see, this is the Mercury retrograde feeling I'm talking about, guys? Like, it's really awkward. (laughs) Well, Mercury ain't in retrograde. This is a problem. (laughs) I know. I'm giving you Mm. a hard time. Um, So, yeah, his, his, well, his MC is at uh, 14. Uh, Leo, um, transiting Mars will be a, a, a bit far from that, but he's, re- he's ready for transformation, like, he wants to transform his career, yeah. you know, the, the, he wants to make a change around his legacy. He has a very, yeah, he's got this new sense of power and control, you know, he wants to be recognized for it. He's ready to win. Well, Saturn, Saturn is definitely sextile, his natal Saturn. That's a definite vote for him, you know, pulling this off. What do you think, Matt? I think so. And and no matter what the house placements are, he's got some pretty decent stuff mm. going for his Mars. And that's always good right. for have fighting, basically. Okay. Okay. You know what, guys? I We won't be able to finish. We'll talk about it again, hopefully, before it happens. And then we can kind of look at Roy's chart, too. But, oh, um, the opponent. Is that the opponent? Uh, uh, this, yes, his opponent. But this went by fast, mm-hmm. as it always does. So, uh Christelle, if people want to get a hold of you, they, how do, they do, that do that by just going to uh, Instagram and typing in uh, Heart Space Astrology. Okay. And Matthew, how do people contact you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm Matthew Curry Astrology. I'm in lots of places. Best thing to do, send me an email, astrologyshow at gmail.com, and I'll send you a free ebook and tell you all about my <laughs> glorious self. 
<laughs> I think there's a Leo job. Um, I tried it all. It's not a good look on me. Sorry. Okay. All right. If you want to get a hold of me, you go to my site at psychicwayne1.com. That's psychicwayne, the number one.com. Or you can go to my Instagram at psychicwayne1. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook where you can get your weekly, your daily, and monthly horoscope at Psychic Wayne. All right, you guys. So thank you for listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align. I want to thank my international team of Christelle and Matthew Yay. for joining us. Thank you. Um, there will be some, we'll, we'll take, we'll, we'll do this uh, Mike Tyson thing. With the right chalk. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, you did it. Uh, me, I do that all the time. You know, I got I'm so unorganized. So. <laughs> okay, all right, you guys have a great weekend. Stay cool, and uh, we will talk Bye, guys. later. Hey, you're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align. <laughs>